It's time to check in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living. We take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. The Concierge for Better Living will help informed, intrigued, and interested listeners like you make better choices for yourselves and your loved ones. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents The Concierge for Better Living with your host, Doc Rob. Hello and good day. This is Dr. Rob Streisfeld, Doc Rob, your concierge to better living. Here with you again, my joy, my pleasure to be talking about health, better living, cannabis, plant medicine, so many good things to make our lives healthier, happier. It's good to be with you. I've been traveling a bunch. Glad to be home at the moment. Uh, some of the places I've been going, as I mentioned, is Las Vegas for trade shows. I'll be back again in December for MJ Biz and A4M conferences. I was up in Charlotte for the amazing HIA con. I was such an honor to speak there. Uh, a couple of shows in Orlando, CBD Expo. And I was also up in Denver, which it's been a while. And uh, with that, you know, when I'm going to Denver, you know, Denver's had, you know, Colorado is such a, you know, longstanding, you know, good grow community, good cultivation, lots of cannabis friendly opportunities there. And I, you know, made a point to go track down some of my friend Danny Mersloat's product from Alpenstash when I was up there because it's some of the best I've ever had. And it's a pleasure to have you on, Danny, again. Uh, you were on the show back in the day, but I'm glad to have you back on to catch up and find out what's going on with you. Thanks for coming on today. Yeah, thank you for inviting me and thank you for those kind words. No, it's for real. As I said, you know, you know, when we talk about cultivation, and this is something that's been, you know, part of the industry. There's outdoor, there's indoor, there's large scale. Uh, there's, you know, I got called the other day. I'm doing 200 acres of outdoor hemp next year. What can I do to support the field? And I'm, then I got other people saying I'm just trying to do a small little you know, home grow. And how does that work? So there's such a scale there. But you've got, been in the industry for quite some time now. I think what about four years, maybe give or take, um, growing and. You picked a specific niche of small, but craft, high quality, really sustainable, really your clean product. What made you drive down that pathway? Uh, yeah, well, we've been in business since 2015. Um, I mean, so I'm just naturally, I appreciate a craft product kind of in all things. I really uh, find it interesting and enjoy people that uh, take the time to do whatever it is they do and do it right. So that's just my natural mindset. And then when it came to cannabis, um, when I first started growing, I, my goal was to grow better than I could purchase because if not, uh, you know, growing takes a lot of effort and, uh, it can be a, a bit expensive and it's a lot of fun. But in the, at the end of the day, if I could purchase something better, uh, cleaner, uh, I probably would. So that's kind of where I started. And then it, as I got into it, it really became, um, the thing that, that drove me was trying to grow the best product, uh, trying to grow the best flower. And now it's, you know, trying to breed, uh, the best genetics and provide the best flower for, for sale in Colorado. It's really, that's part of the passion that drives me is just striving to improve and be better, uh, all the time. And the other side of it is, is that I quickly recognized that if I wanted to make it in this industry, uh, without being a huge corporation, the only way to do that would be to have a craft product and just focus on quality. Uh, so that's kind of been uh, our, our mindset as a company since before we began. Yeah, no, I think it's great. And and I've 
been up to your facility. I'm not sure if you've expanded or kept the same size, but it was it was modest but well organized. I mean, it was you know I've been in massive grows. I'm sure you have as well. There's you know large scale almost like you know a football field size cultivations, and there's I guess a place for that. There you know there's going to be a place for that in the industry. There's a place for that in in the beer industry. You know there's a place where there's different scales. You have your larger corporate you know everywhere kind of consumer product, but then you have that craft smaller, but you know really hands-on. And, and I remember I was up when I was going up to Denver. I wasn't kidding. I reached out to you guys and said, where can I find your flower uh, when I'm in town? Because if I'm going to go to a dispensary and buy some. I want to know that it's clean and I'd rather pay a little premium for that kind of quality. And, and it was well worth the money. I really wanted to thank you on that. It was, uh, I've gone, unfortunately, many times to some of those dispensaries and not really knowing much about the growers uh, coming from out of state. And I feel like sometimes I'm not getting any benefit from the flower. It wasn't cured right. It wasn't dried right. It, it, I, I don't know, the, you know the, the whole explanation as well, but you know, there's a lot of factors that go into this type of product. I know that you're um, you know, up on each one individually. That's, I just want to also mention, I caught, if those listeners out there want to really learn more about this step-by-step, step, I just caught that you did like a, a whole uh, video, YouTube video that is – amazing you walk through your whole operations you pull back the veil you show what's going on you show what you use how you do it and i think that's amazing and again much respect to that because you're not hiding it you're just putting in the hard work to make it right i think that's the biggest thing. yeah thank you again uh you know we really do put our heart and souls into into what we do and, and it really makes us happy when people appreciate and see that um and yeah i mean uh being transparent and sharing the information that we have is really a core value for us. So to that effect, you know, we do post a lot of stuff on social media and we do have our YouTube channel. Uh, we've got a bunch of videos and we're continuing to add to that. But, you know, I mean, I've, I've always said from the beginning that there is nothing proprietary in what we do. And, you know, people have been growing plants for thousands and thousands of years. And, and really um, part of the joy that, that I get from cannabis and part of the benefit that I get has been growing. So uh, growing it. So, you know, that's important for me to share the knowledge that I picked up and just sort of show people what we do so that they can grow it themselves, but so that they can also see what we're doing. So with that, I know, like I said, you put a lot of hard work in there and you really work to make a really high quality product. So, you know, how do you, I mean, I, I'm kind of leading this in because I think it's amazing when you, you define your success, obviously by testimonials, feedback, but I, I was listening to your story of when you put your product up for sale, um, your harvest, how long did it take for your whole inventory to, to be purchased with probably a lot more people in the, in the waiting list, you know, wishing they got in earlier? So how do I kind of a hot ticket to a concert you want to go to. It's not a limited time. It's available now. Well, how, how did that sale go for you on, on recent uh, harvest? Uh, well, so recently, um, my wife, Mer, has been doing an amazing job at sales, and we've actually been uh, selling out uh, before a harvest is ready. So we kind of went down, you know, it's, it's been, this has been a long process to get to this point. Um, you know, at first it, it took a little, like a few years ago, it took a little while to sell. And then we got to the point where it was, you know, everything was gone within a week of releasing it and then gone within four or five hours of releasing it. And then, you know, gone within an hour. And, and now uh, we're, we're pre-selling it. 
Yeah, so, again, and that's just uh, if it, I just want to give you credit for in the sense that it's not going to be just you touting your own stuff is the best, or I'm not even saying you're saying that, but even like high quality or what have you, it's the response from the consumers is what I, I find amazing. And I'm one of them. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's justified. And those people that use this as medicine or use this for recreational purposes or however you define it still are looking for that quality. And uh, again, when you're pre-selling whatever you can produce, it's pretty, pretty def definition of success. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it's been really exciting for us. I mean, you know, it's, it's one thing to, to make a product that you stand behind, that brings you, you know, happiness, and, uh, you know, you can sleep with a good conscience knowing you did everything you can um, to grow the best and to provide the best. That's, that's one side of it. The other side of it is actually getting the positive feedback, which is so important, because for such a long time, um, at the beginning, uh, when we got in the market, you know, there was there's a lot of there's a lot of choices out there, and they're just the educated consumer base was it was not as um, educated as today, and uh, the it, it took a little while for people to to recognize quality as opposed to going into dispensary just asking the bud tender, hey, what's the best, getting a recommendation for whatever, um, and then not really knowing um, you know what what a good quality flower looked like, and now people are finally understanding that. That's been very uh, rewarding for us to see. So, so with that, and I'm gonna, we're going to have time to go into some more of the details of your operation. I'm really excited to share some of your your, your nuance, especially when it comes to sustainability. But when you talk about someone going into a dispensary looking for uh, looking trying to determine what's a good flower or a good product to purchase, are there a couple of just quick things that you can mention? Just you know, as just like the one or two first things you bring to your attention? I mean, obviously, uh, you look at the look and the smell, but is there anything else that you as a consumer or a connoisseur can kind of determine right off the bat? Um, yeah, I mean, look and smell are very important. One thing that I like to ask is for if they have an available ingredients list. Um, and, and that's a little bit tough because for the average consumer, they might not know what they're looking at. But, you know, just like with food, if you can get an ingredients list and you, you see things that you recognize like bone meal and, um, you know, worm castings and, and natural products as opposed to uh, big, long chemical names, that's a really good place to start that just sort of shows uh, what the mindset of the, of the grow was when they were, when they were growing that product. Um, things like, you know, how big are the buds? You know, that's not to say little buds aren't, aren't good, but, um, you know, a well-grown plant should have, uh, nice form buds. Um, if it's a sativa, it might be a little looser. If it's an indica, it might be a little denser. Um, but you know, if you can kind of see the care that was put into it by, you know, how well is it trimmed and you know, how, again, how intact are the buds and, and is, is the color look good? Does it look sort of brown? And, um, those are all things, but I guess for the average person, one of the biggest things is smell, you know, does it smell like hay? Does it smell like something you would like? Um, that's really a, a good place to start. I love Once that. you, you get a hold of it, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, what was that? No, no, I, I was going to say, I mean, just off the bat, you know, what you said was just, you know, diving a little deeper into learning about how, you know, like people are asking when it comes to vape, how is it extracted? Is it CO2 or butane or ethanol? They're starting to ask those questions. I think what you're suggesting, I think that's, we're going to take a break right after this thought. I want to continue, but um, is that 
hey, ask what it, how is it grown or what, what kind of nutrients are being used or you know, just some basic more information about what you're putting in or on your body. I think that's just a great first point, and I'm glad you shared that. I think we're going to take a quick break, come right back. I have a lot more questions. Uh, we're Danny Merslow, we're, this is just a lot of information on the plant, the growing side. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is Doc Rob, your concierge of Better Living at Cannabis Radio. The Concierge for Better Living will continue in a moment. Doc Rob, the Concierge for Better Living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be, you could be 80 years old or eight years old. You can still learn something that's going to make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Candid. Captivating. Compelling. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Welcome Sorry to Cannabis Confidential. Oh, you got me again. All right. Uh, you got me again. Welcome to Cannabis okay. Confidential. Ah! <laughs> hey, we did it. We did it. Yeah, Welcome. I have the coolest guest today. You guys already know. The one and only Tommy Chong. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Cannabis Confidential. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living only on cannabisradio.com. And we are back. You know, this is I, 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 with our guest today, Danny from Alpenstash, you know, having you back on the show. It's like getting a, a grower's lesson. I mean, that's something that, again, you do a lot of this information in those YouTube videos on the website. And we're talking about, you know, obviously quality craft buds and flower and growing. And you put so much effort into it. Um, from the type of nutrients you use to the way you, the type of facility you run and how you keep it energy efficient. I mean, I don't want to, I mean, I can, I'm, I'm bragging about your operation because I'm impressed and I love to, to see people that take that effort. When people are going out there and looking to buy a flower we were talking about before the break, um, you know, in the early days, it was just THC percentage. And I know you have a few different genetics, but what, what, do you kind of advise beyond just looking at THC or CBD percentage makes you know a, a, a genetic or a, a strain or or, or or plant different from another that consumers might want to know about? Yeah. Um, well, first, first off, just to continue the thought before the break, you know, it's if when people go to a store and they purchase a, 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 some flour, if they can uh, figure out who grew it and do a little bit of research and and really support the companies that jive with you and that you like, I think that that's probably the best way 
you can become an educated consumer and an informed purchaser. Um, as far as things that I look for, I actually um, don't look at the THC percentages, and I don't really agree with that. Uh, I think that that is, I mean, you mentioned that that's how it used to be, and I, and, I, and I feel like that is kind of an outdated um, model. I mean, you know, you, you shouldn't necessarily buy for uh, potency, even though THC is only a part of the potency. Um, you really, it should kind of be the whole experience, you know, the flavor, the smell, you know, uh, do you enjoy the high? Do you enjoy kind of the energy behind it or the, the medicinal value? Certainly, if you're going for like a CBD product, then absolutely you got to look at the potency there, especially your, your rec consumer. Um, I would say don't even look at the THC percentages. Similar to when you go to a liquor store, you know, and you're you're looking to get something to drink with your friends or, or whatever, and then you go and you get beer. Very rarely are you there looking for the most potent uh, drink with the highest alcohol percentage. You're often looking for, you know, what does it taste like? Um, and and things like that. So that's kind of that's kind of where I go and what I what I tell people. I mean, again, the easiest thing you can look at is uh, you can decide is you know does it smell good and does it look appealing, um, and and go from there. Yeah, I think that you know that those terpenes, the flavonoids, all the healthy compounds that that come with the you know, phytocannabinoids are really starting to take more notice. And you know, I have always said, if you smell you know a, a, a bud and you don't like the smell, that might be your body just saying no, that's not what you need or want right now. And some really kind of love the citruses and the pines and things or whatever what's hitting at that moment. Those notes, kind of like you know fine wine or something of that nature. So I think it's a great point. Now you've been growing for while i i mean i'm sure this is an answer of yes but how does how does the increased interest awareness and demand for cbd how does it affect in your in your portfolio um if at all i mean i'm sure that i mean people are more looking for that yeah so that's actually a really good question um when we first started off uh we had a, a nice selection of, of different cbd strains and in fact when i was just you know uh, learning and growing at home that was one of the things I focused on uh, way before it it, it kind of caught on mainstream but it's been an interesting journey from the commercial perspective because uh, so many people were hesitant to spend money on on a on a product um, that they perceived as wouldn't get them as high uh, especially coming from uh, a recreational market standpoint so while we offered you know CBD products. The last one we grew was a 20 to one. You know, had under half a percent of of THC in it. Um, it, it that was at initially hard for us to sell. Um, personally, I, I love CBD products. I love some of the ratios. You know, I prefer uh, something that has a little bit less of of a THC punch and more just like a mellow kind of balanced. Uh, head state and, and has that CBD medicinal value. So, I mean, uh, you know, again, I believe in it. Um, but we're finally now seeing our, our customers really come back and, and want that uh, very high CBD product. So recently, within the last couple of harvests, we've actually been brought those uh, those cultivars back out uh, to grow them. And, and our response has been really good. Uh, but that's just been, you know, the last four or five months. And that's really exciting because we, we have such a, a large repertoire uh, in seed stock. Uh, finally, will give us a chance to start working through some of our CBD crosses and, and see what those have, uh, you know, what potential those have genetically. 
and, and that's really cool. I mean, again, there's so many different, even from the one-to-one -one ratio, you know, there's there's a lot of interest in, in, in what these different ratios, you know, obviously even beyond just the two phytocannabinoids, are you getting a lot more interest or people are asking questions of, you know, high THCV or, uh, you know, other compounds to take notice in Colorado or in the marketplace of, of interest as well? Uh, yeah, just kind of just the, the beginning, the beginnings of that. Um, uh, we do, I do hear about, uh, people are talking a little bit about THCV every now and then, uh, CBG is one that's kind of popping up. And in fact, I'm seeing now people are offering, uh, isolates of that. And, and actually the testing companies that we use now are, are, are or at least the one we use is, uh, offering, um, I think it's 13 to 14 different cannabinoids, uh, within the last, again, few months. So now we're, we're kind of being able to see like what actually is in there uh, and that's really exciting for us but I feel like you know over the course of the next couple of years you're going to start hearing a lot more about these um, these other cannabinoids and you know hopefully we'll get more into the entourage effect so that people uh, especially tourists that, that don't come from a legal state um, will kind of look deeper into the product they're purchasing as opposed to just that THC number yeah, uh, if we can if we can kind of make it to that I would be very happy I um, I feel like that was a big uh, kind of a big negative thing that the market steered towards initially. Yeah, and, and I think that's, again, what you see from a more educated or evolving consumer market, um, you know, occur. plus, you know, the science is starting to come out more and more, allowing us to identify this. And you've always been big on, as you said, you're not just a grower uh, in that sense. What I love when I visited your, your facility was you had, uh, you know, a setup for, I think, believe, tissue culture and your genetic work and really trying to, you know, offer the best strains and the best genetics possible uh, through, your, through your growing. And I think that's something, again, like you said, you have a lot more... Uh, in, 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 a, in a research bank that you're looking forward to exploring as this industry continues to emerge along these lines of other compounds and other phytocannabinoid focuses. Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, uh, earlier you, you mentioned, you know, our size, we are uh, gearing up to, to do a small expansion. Um, I mean, it's, it's small in the long term, it's sizable for us. So um, with that added space, we'll be able to, to cycle through our genetic library and vet genes much more rapidly, which is, you know, again, that that's like my personal passion. And it's been, um, I, I, we've had to move slow because just of the, of the nuances with new genetics and, and pheno hunting and, and things like that. So it's, it's been frustrating for me to have this commercial space to, you know, grow, grow what we want, but we have to go slowly. So I'm, I'm very much looking forward to having a bit more room to play around genetically and, you know, see what other new strains we can come up with and, uh, exciting, you know, cannabinoids and flavor profiles we can offer. That's very cool. I'm happy to hear you guys. And again, I think slow and steady is going to be the success story in this industry. I think those that jumped in or threw a bunch of money and, you know, again, I've learned this myself as you know, advising the industry. It's those that are maybe taking a little bit more pause, looking at this and starting, what's, what's step one? Let's grow from there in an organic manner uh, are the ones that are going to hang in this industry for quite a while and grow with the industry. We're seeing a lot of growing pains from some big companies right now uh, just trying to meet expectations and we're that you know, both on the hemp side and on the on the full you know cannabis side with you know THC bearing cannabis, you know uh, there are growing pains here. So I, again, I applaud you for 
being disciplined enough to do it slow and and grow it steady and um, excited for your for, for your next stage. We're gonna take a quick break here, one last break, and wrap up this amazing segment. We're talking about growing this amazing plant cannabis. So don't anywhere. This is Doc Rob, your concierge to better living here at cannabisradio.com. The concierge for better living will continue in a moment. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. It's time to hemp present. I am going to titillate your audio orifices with weekly radio rendezvous with some of the premier movers, shakers, and history makers of the cannabis community. Radio resident hempo sapien Vivian McPeak. I will be putting out a call to action on the issues of the day and putting your interests under the big lights as I provide cannabis commentary and weekly interviews that go straight for the nugular. Marijuana! Hemp presents only on Cannabis Radio. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put different celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living. Only on CannabisRadio.com. And we are back once again. Um, we can talk, Danny, uh, my guest today from Alpen Stash, uh, you know, about a lot of nuances. Uh, uh, we can talk about price points, you know, what are getting people per gram right now or per pound up in Colorado. How is that changing? Um, you know, but I think, as I was saying before the break, it's those that aren't looking at it from a second to second, but looking at this as a long-term opportunity and to put something in really hard work and, and discipline and some really high-quality product out on the market is kind of where your and mission, you know, mission statement or your position is in the space. And again, the, that craft space is always in high demand from those people that really value it. So again, hang in there and keep on grinding through this whole process. Um, Anything else exciting you'd like to share as far as, you know, your, 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 your just talked about expansion, but anything new or exciting else? I know there's a lot of education on the website. I love people to go check out that YouTube video, but um, while I have you, anything kind of key points of the industry you, you want to bring up? Because I think you have your ear to the ground. Yeah, well, I mean, what, what you just said about um, 
the big companies, you know, having having some issues and and, and really being, uh, you know, slow and steady thing, I think is is absolutely true. I mean, we've, uh, you know, I've been in and around the industry since 2009. Um, really spent a lot, you know, years uh, getting laying the groundwork for our, our company. Um, we have four employees. Two of them are myself and my wife. Um, so we really are like a small, you know, family business and, um, you know, we're in this for the long haul. This is what we want to do. And so that's why we've kind of been slow, um, in growth, you know, because we aren't a giant corporation. We aren't, uh, particularly well-funded and everything we've had to do has been, with, you know, a, a lot of thought put into it and done as strategically as we can, um, always keeping in mind quality and, and, you know, not straying from our values. Uh, so it's been really interesting to see kind of the evolution of the industry. Like you said, you know, there's, there's just these big companies that are, that are really having some issues um, that kind of jumped in it um, with or without a lot of money, but without kind of the knowledge and, and made a lot of quick moves and that's coming back to bite them. And so it's really been uh, great to see, you know, the evolution, the, the, the evolution of the craft market, the demand for craft product is rising. Uh, people are finally recognizing what that is. And now we're finally starting to some facilities um, with folks like myself uh, being able to provide that. And, and that's really been exciting for me is just, you know, like I said earlier, I, I really love craft products, kind of whatever it is uh, from food to alcohol, um, you know, kind, kind of, any of that stuff. So it's just been so exciting to see that uh, really taking hold in cannabis. Oh yeah. And again, I, again, it, it, it wasn't easy. I think we met maybe three, four years ago and, you know, just getting things going. And I know that the craft space wasn't really a high demand. Everyone's just like, grow, grow, grow and get it out there. But, um, you know, through my visits to Colorado and I kept telling this to my friends, um, is I would go into the different dispensaries and not know the flowers or the growers and, um, you know, for too often, I kept feeling like I was I wasn't getting anything out of this plant. Like I was just smoking air, and uh, or using or, or whatever. I, however, I was you know utilizing the product, and I was very disappointed that I wanted to say I was like, "There's got to be some smaller hands-on craft growers that really have some quality product." So I do recommend those that are going out to Colorado to, to track down some Alpen Stash flower if you can find it because it's, it's 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 right now in hot demand. But um, I think it's great, and I'm and I'm happy to hear you keep going, and I'm I'm really excited to see some of the the stuff coming from the genetic research on that side of what other strains and what other compounds you guys can really focus on as this industry emerges. Um, where can they find out more? What's the website again? So we can share that with our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Alpenstash.com. Uh, that's A-L-P-I-N-S-T-A-S-H.com. Uh, you can check us on Instagram at Alpenstash. Our YouTube channel is, is again, Alpenstash. Uh, and then, you know, those all have ways to, to reach out and get a hold of us. And uh, we're, you know, we're very active. We're very engaged. Uh, we like to be engaged with our customers. I love to answer questions. I can talk about growing all day long. And I, I just love to share the knowledge that I have about growing and about cannabis. So uh, I encourage your listeners to reach out with any questions. Uh, we're here to support you guys. And, you know, and we appreciate uh, everything that everybody does for us as well. Yeah, you guys are you guys are doing some good work up there. And I just want to mention because there's so much. As I said earlier, I, I it's an, I think about an hour, uh, you know, 
site tour. You walk through every aspect of it. You talk great questions, a lot of information. I do recommend those that want to really understand this craft growing and what it what goes into it to check out Danny's videos and watch that thing. One of the things that I would want to kind of leave with people thinking about is curing and, and the importance of glass curing, uh, glass jar curing, which is what you guys do with your flower. Um, you know, yes, sir. I think that's such an important, that's kind of like that final touch. That's like kind of taking care of your baby, wrapping it up real nice and letting it kind of marinate uh, in, in, in glass better than plastic or other ways of curing just keeps all the goodness inside and, and gives you that full, I guess, benefit of the plant. Um, uh, I know that if you makes have, it better. It just does, and uh, it's noticeable. Yeah. So then again, people out there, check that out. If you have questions, reach out to Alpenstash. I know he's always a good resource, lots of information. I'm going to have you back on. I'm going to talk some more. But again, I wish you guys all the best out there. Danny, all the best to you and your family and your team up there in, in Colorado, and have a good holiday. Thank you, everyone, to uh, at Cannabis Radio for all the efforts and work that go into putting on these shows and coordinating the guests. And thank you to all the listeners, as always, for tuning in, sharing these podcasts, sending in your questions, suggesting good guests. Because this is what we're here to be, a community. We're here to get good information out there uh, and to, to promote this industry in the best possible light. This is Doc Rob, your concierge of Better Living, wishing everyone all the best in health and happiness. Be well. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.